Good morning. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so uh, here's the big question. So how are you? I'm doing good as can be, I guess, you know. Yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm wiped out, exhausted, knackered, as the British would say. We did uh, another DJ Saturday night, got home, to, got to bed at 4. <laughs> Oh, did the Lord. teenage thing got up at 2 30 yesterday wasted the entire Jesus. day yep. yeah i'm i'm getting too old for this it takes like four days to get over it and then we do it again <laughs> yeah i just uh oh my god uh, it's tiring it's tiring i i i have a nocturnal um schedule like i i do go to bed late and but i mean i relax at night not work at night like i don't go out and do a dj gig on the oh it's only on know. weekends it's only weekends i mean we started two weekends ago on the saturday and this is our second one but i mean now it's start, gonna start ramping up yeah so there are some weekends that were friday and saturday and then sunday you won't see me at all but mm. uh it's long i mean it's it's long it's it's kind of kind of fun i've been doing it with uh sheldon dj shell shop for 10 years almost well 10 years now can mm -hmm. you believe it yeah and he's been doing it for 25 so it's it's long it's kind of fun but at one o'clock in the morning when you're starting to take down <laughs> you feel it it's it's long and then you take down till two but what was sad we were in maxville on the way home on the highway well it's not really a highway but before you get to the uh I'm not even sure whatever goes through Monklin. There was a, a truck way in the ditch. It's that's mm. really worrisome. And the embankments are super deep. So it had gone right off the road. We checked. There was nobody in it, thankfully, but they had hit a tree and done some pretty good damage. It, it, so. it was kind of snowy on Saturday night, no? It wasn't really snowy, but the road the road was completely dry, but the ditch was soaked. Like there was probably two feet of water in it and mm -hmm. there was some snow and I'm not sure who went in it, but they would have a fun surprise Sunday morning when they went to look at it. Wow. Yeah, that's scary in the middle of like that was that was around two o'clock in the morning. So mm -hmm. So I gotta tell, I gotta ask you, how are you doing with uh, the whole um unmasked situation because you know your dj is it's like all the stuff is gone now so how are you hanging well, in are you going are you doing okay this way we were the only ones in the maxville arena where there was probably about 150 to 200 people we were the only ones we had our n95s on we were the there was one other elderly gentleman that was walking around with a mask on that was it everybody mm. else no mass hugging kissing it's a stag right haven't seen each other in a long time i'm like oh my goodness john like, is uh, saying well, that at work he's the only one still wearing a mask and uh so he wrote on his um on his mask he wrote dare to be different <laughs> well I, I i mean shoppers when you go shopping there's still 50 50. Like, is it though still, like i i uh, felt kind of I felt kind of like it was a lot less than that the last few times I went. Well, I went to Walmart Saturday just before we left because my mother said, the Louis ribs are on special. So I ran in and out. I was like in and out because I knew what I wanted, right? Mm -hmm. And I had gone into Walmart a little bit after the mask mandate was dropped and it was still 50-50. 
now there is more unmasked in Walmart, but I'm finding the um, the workers there, they're still 50-50, 50% without masks, 50 with masks. So really, ultimately, you do what you need to do to make yourself feel safe. Yeah, but, um, I, 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 I see that in a lot of uh, work settings, like, um, like I do skip, right? And so a yeah. lot of the restaurant uh, workers are still working, are still working with their yeah. masks on. Um, the patrons don't have any. And uh, it's funny how quickly we adapt, eh? Because now we're used to not seeing people with masks already after mm -hmm. two weeks, is it? Has it been two weeks yet? It's, I think it's two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so um, so you go out and you see people, they're not wearing the mask and we're kind of getting used to that already. And last week, um, I took my family and we went to Quebec for, um, we went to a sugar shack. Okay. So we hadn't been at a sugar shack for like three years almost since oh, the yeah. last time because because of the pandemic. And so we finally, we, we decided to go and, and uh, go to uh, to a sugar shack on the Quebec side. Mm -hmm. And so we got there and everybody's wearing a mask. And I'm like, what the, you know? But they haven't the mask, dropped their mask that's mandate. That's right, yeah. they haven't dropped their mask mandate. So yesterday I went shopping and I was going to Costco and it, rather than going to the Costco in Ottawa, I went to yep. the Costco in Quebec because I know that everybody's wearing the masks and it's Costco, right? So it's a lot of people and yeah. a lot of um, crowded areas. So yeah, so I went to Quebec to do my, my shopping. I didn't go to Ottawa. Weird, eh? Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I still kind of feel like, uh, you know, um, I sat last week. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've published a couple of pieces. Like the second part was this morning and we yeah. were talking about masks and yeah. how the uh, this new um organization the eoha not the eohu mm -hmm. the eoha yeah. is distributing pamphlets all over the place in cornwall um and they are mainly just um talking about masks and how they don't work and uh, you know discrediting the whole thing and and so <clears throat> we had some really high high placed um individuals dr taryn moriarty is one mm -hmm. of them and uh, she helped uh, Louise Mignot, who's who penned uh, the articles. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Moriarty helped Louise, and and uh, they they looked at all the you know evidence and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, Dr. Moriarty hosts a uh, Zoom meeting every Wednesday where anybody can go and ask questions about anything COVID related. Okay. Um, and this is good because you know. Um, a lot of the people just take whatever they see on the internet yep. and take that for granted. Well, you can ask really a person who knows what they're talking about and a scientist. Mm -hmm. And and she always has guests that also are scientists and highly placed and can answer all those questions. Anyways, make a you story short. What was that? Like, where is this? It's a Zoom I, meeting? I can send, yeah, I can send the, you the link. The info. Um, I think on the articles, the link is in there it as is. well. Um, but so the topic last week was, uh, about long COVID mm -hmm. and they don't know much about long COVID just yet. Right. But they mm -hmm. are discovering more and more things every day. And one of the things that Dr. Moriarty was saying is that they have associated long COVID and, and, and the severity of long COVID in people with directly with the amount of viral load that they are getting. Oh. So um, let's say you're 
in a room for three hours with somebody who has COVID and is not vaccinated, mm -hmm. you know, and you're, you're, you're exposed to this mm -hmm. high level viral load, mm -hmm. um, your chances of developing long COVID are going to be higher than if you're three minutes in contact with somebody who has COVID who's vaccinated three times, let's say. Yeah. yeah. So, so she was, she was saying the importance of, of masking is still there. Mm -hmm. And, and furthermore, upping your mask protection is important. You need to up your mask protection to an N95. Yeah. And now that they're available, you know, and, and really reduce the risk of, cause you don't want this, like you don't want this. That's, that's the end point. You don't, you don't want COVID no matter, you know, no matter how severe or not it is, you, you, there's not enough known right now. So you don't want to get it. And well, saying, I mean, the, the thing is you get it, it could be a cold, but like you say, the long COVID, it could get inside you and do all kinds of damage. Well, you know, they were saying that the, like I've, I've read some other studies that were saying that most people with long COVID are not people who have been hospitalized. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's really has nothing to do with being hospitalized or not, or having it severely or not. It's just has, you can be totally, you know, having a mild case and then you develop long COVID about it, depending yeah. on the viral load that you've been uh, um, exposed to. Anyway, yeah. so point being, um, masks are still very important. I have no idea why they removed the mask mandate. If you ask me, everybody was used to it. Nobody yeah. was bitching about it anymore. So yeah. why remove something that can offer this kind of level, this this layer of protection, and will will reduce the amount of virus that you'll be exposed to? Because if you're wearing that mask, you're not going to breathe in as much no. as as if you're not. And and you know, anyways, it makes absolute nonsense to me, but um, and to yeah. a lot of scientists as well. You, yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. So I'm shopping in Quebec from now on until <laughs> further notice is what I'm getting at. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, I'm still wearing my mask. And I mean, I wear the N95, still washing my hands, still doing what I was doing, social distancing. But people are kind of more aware of not being on top of each other, I find. They are aware of, you know, giving I you space. I don't know. Everybody was on top of each other yesterday. It was... Oh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Even... Well, we went, uh, all my, yeah, my sister, my mother and I went to Ottawa last Wednesday. We stopped at the dollar store in uh, Castleman and, and same thing, half and half there. People were wearing masks, some were not, but people were watching each other. You know, they were, they were keeping their distance, but I, I won't go into a crowded area in a store. I, I still won't go into a crowded aisle. I'll still do what I was doing because now I'm so used to doing it. Yeah. You know, we just got accustomed to doing it. So it's natural. Yeah. Yeah. But it's anyway. um anyways, it's it's a political move for sure. The I think so. And of course, like he wants some some votes, you know. Yeah. Um it is what it is. You do what you do. And it's funny do. because people are always telling me, Oh, you're so scared, you know, you're so you're so afraid of COVID. I'm straight. I'm afraid of COVID. I'm afraid of COVID, but it's not about fear. I'm, I don't wear my mask because I'm trembling when I go out. I wear my mask like I wear my seatbelt, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not freaking stupid and suicidal. I'm not going to go out there and, and open myself to catching something um, just because, you know? Ha, hit yeah. me, you know? No, yeah. I'm just like, 
it's like a seat belt. It's like any other, like yeah. if, if I jumped out of an airplane, I would have a freaking parachute. Well, this is, this is my parachute. You know? Yeah, it's true. I I'm was just laughing. Being, I'm just being be, cautious. Yeah, it's true. And that's what we still have to do. We have to be cautious. Like just like on the Monday that the mass mandate was dropped, it didn't mean suddenly COVID disappeared. <laughs> like it wasn't gone. It's still here. Yeah, well, so, yeah. I mean, and like... you know, again, I mean, you don't want to say it's the same as the flu, but it's like the flu, it's around. We just don't know where it is. You can catch it still, any of yeah. that stuff. You just got to be careful. But I was laughing. I went to one of my, uh, uh, like one of our clients, actually, I stopped in, she had her mask on. She goes, Oh my God, how am I going to take this off? It keeps my face so warm. <laughs> she says, It's funny. She goes, I got used to it. It's like a, a face warmer. A face warmer. <laughs> Um, we were hiking yesterday and that's the same thing. Like the three kids are like, Josh and I are not wearing a mask and we're just walking and there's nobody around. Like we're in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so the three little ones, they have their masks on and I'm like, mom, I'm just wearing it cause it's warm. <laughs> it's true. It's a good, it's it's, my face warm. You don't have to put a scarf on or something. And then I was laughing on Facebook. One it's somebody we both know. She had put something like, how can I go without a mask? I spent two years mouthing F you underneath it. How can I take it off? <laughs> How am I going to survive? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I walked into, um, I was walking out of C uh, Walmart, actually, on Saturday. Because like I said, in and out, I was like five minutes. I knew what I wanted. The girl at the door didn't have a mask on. So anyway, I'm walking by her and she's smiling at me. I said, I'm smiling at you under this as well, you know. She yeah. started laughing. Yeah. But, you know. Hey, it is, it, it, is what it is what it is. So, hey, the Grammys and the Oscars uh, oh happened last God. week. So yeah. the Grammys happened yesterday without any incidents. So that's good. But that Will Will Smith slap man, ooh, that created quite a a bit of commotion online, eh? It was kind of it was kind of sad because it took away from all the other winners and everything. That was the highlight. Nobody talked about anything else, and of course Ukraine. I, I mean, that's a that's in the past now. It's just Will Smith. Every way you look, it's actually <laughs> kind of ridiculous. But well, the um, um, Zelensky was on um, on the Grammys yesterday. He oh. had a message. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird. Like I um I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I gotta get hip with the times. But I mean, here's this guy who's heading a war right now. Mm -hmm. Um taking the time to record a message for the Grammy the people the watching winners? the Grammys. No, the people watching oh. the Grammys. Okay. Um, I thought it was kind of surreal. It was kind of it was kind of surreal. I'm like, you know. I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of weird. Just me. Well, Ed Sheeran is, was, I don't know if he's done it already. He was doing a concert in England and uh, there was a band in, in the Ukraine that were, came on with a message for him because he's doing the concert is to support Ukraine. And this is a Ukrainian band and they were kind of, you know, you, normally they'd have their guitars and stuff and they had their uh, army gear on and stuff and, and giving a message to Ed Sheeran. It's kind of, mm. it, it's the same kind of thing, kind of weird. Well, I mean, they're not the men spearheading the war. Like, you know, no, this, this is, this is the men, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, but there was, uh, there was some musicians, like there was actually one woman who had just days before, 
um, gotten out of Ukraine mm -hmm. and and was at the, the Grammys yesterday um, performing. So it was kind of nice to see that, um, you know. And and I have been looking. I don't know. Did you see there's somebody that scammed them? Like, I, I can't believe how low you can be of a human being to do something like this. So this this family, I think it's a family from mm -hmm. Ukraine was trying to come to Canada. Mm -hmm. And um, so they had they thought they had secured this this place in a family in Canada and they sent the money two thousand oh dollars. And then they they were stranded at Toronto Airport because there was no family hosting them. The, the people oh. just took the money and ran like, how the hell do you scam somebody? That's already like, pretty well lost everything. Oh, they're like, you know, talk about kicking someone where they're down when they're down. It's like, oh, no, I, I couldn't is... believe that story. It's just so low. Like if you're watching, you, I doubt you are, but if you're watching, that's really low. Yeah. Yeah. To even think about doing something like that, it's pretty, is bad. I know uh, my cousin's uh, son who lives in Germany, they've taken in a Ukrainian lady and her how cat. Do you, so how, how do you go about doing that? Like, I would love to open my doors to somebody. Like I've been trying to find in, in online, like resources on how to host and become a host family. I haven't seen anything. So anyways, if you, if you know of how to um, get in the system to open your doors to Ukrainian families or kids or whatever, just please yeah. let me know. I'd, I'd be curious and I'd be interested. I can uh, contact him actually and find out how that happened because he does mm. have the lady and the cat there. So I've seen a lot of things in UK that that like yeah, it's this all is, over online. Yeah. There, there's programs and everything in the UK. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot, but here in Canada, I haven't seen anything. Well, so of course, Germany is not looking. Germany in the right place. is closer to there anyway. Mm -hmm. So and yeah. they're looking for a lot of host families in England right now too. Because my cousin was looking into it too. Yeah, yeah, well, it is. Scary. It it's, is scary. It's, scary. it's a very sad situation, though. And like I, I had mentioned before, my mother is having PTSD because when she was 11, they left Estonia during the Second World War with the same kind of scenario. You know, the bombings were going on this and that. They were leaving with whatever they could pack in two suitcases pretty well. You know, all their life's belongings. They they left the country, their homeland. And uh, this is what these poor people are doing too now. They just, a, mo a lot of them are taking their big dogs and stuff, the, the pictures, you know, they've got, yeah. because that's part of their families. They're not going to yeah. leave them behind. I don't know if we ever had to do that. I've got three cats. I'm not sure how we'll, we would carry them all, but you can't leave your pets behind. Mm-hmm. So, I I saw um, I saw a video. There was this this band that was playing in the middle of a square um, somewhere in Ukraine. I'm I'm not sure which city mm -hmm. it was, but it was one of the cities that was not bombed at the time and was going to get bombed. And Whoa, it was okay. a, a a video kind of reminisce reminiscent of um, of the Titanic, where the band was just playing. It was an orchestra. And they were just playing their stuff. And, you know, two hours later, the whole city was bombed. I mean, I'm sure I hope they got out of there before it, it happened. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's so sad. There's so much um, history there, too, that yeah. is being lost right now. Like, uh, you know, monuments yeah, that, and, and yeah. 
that's what my mom said. It's the, such an old country, just like uh, the Baltic states, you know, the history and the architecture and stuff, and it, it's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you can't, you can't, you can't replace that. Replace that. That's, that's gone forever. You know, it's really sad. It's uh, just what is sad is just, you know, all these people living normal lives like any of us. And their lives are completely turned upside down because of one person. Yeah. It's, can it's, you imagine, Mylise? Can you imagine? Like, I mean, uh, I, I, I can't imagine that kind of displacement, you know? Yeah. Like that kind of disturbance in, in, in one's life. Like it's it's unreal. Well, there was a, a woman too, and I, I had was watching it she's got a beautiful grand piano in her apartment and she it was on Facebook she was playing it for the very last time she was playing a piano and all around her her apartment like it was just in bits I mean the piano was thankfully in one piece but just her apartment was a you know obviously it was in an apartment building that was bombed that had been bombed and there was just destruction in her apartment. And she was, as she was playing this piano, she was kind of panning around for the last time. It was so sad. It's just, yeah. I can't understand how one person can do this kind of damage. I can't understand how we can let one person do that kind of damage. Well, at this point, like, it's... I, I, I get what, I get that he's not one person per se, but he is. And I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't understand. This guy yesterday was on the news. It was a <clears throat> Russian oligarch. Um, What's an oligarch? It's like the rich, rich, rich people. Oh, in, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the <laughs> yes. part like, you know, that's the, the, the oligarch is what the uh, international community right now is kind of putting pressure on. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they've been seizing like their yachts yep. and, yeah, and yeah. you know, yeah, taking, they have. they've been They're... squeezing them yes. to try to get to Putin. Yes. Because they think that by taking the money away from these guys and making them like they've, they've lost millions of dollars just because um, the ruble is doing so poorly. Mm hmm. So, um, so they're, they're hoping that by getting to these people, these people are going to go to Putin and kind of apply pressure or mm -hmm. try to do a coup. So Putin will be sweeped away. Anyways, this guy was an oligarch back in the day. Mm -hmm. He was like the head of a big company, had millions of dollars, if not billions. And, you know, he was set, but then he started talking against the regime. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, his companies got taken away from him. He got put in prison, yep. spent 10 years in prison, and finally was out of prison and, and moved away. He's in exile there somewhere in another country now. But he was saying, you know, you think the oligarch has any kind of power on Putin. You don't know how it is. The oligarchs have no freaking power over Putin at all. It's the other way around. Putin controls the oligarchs, not the oligarch controls Putin. So mm -hmm. um, this is not going to happen. This is not how it works. Like they're they're kind of like old KGB agents. Like you know, it's it's um, it's a mess. But so 
if we don't get to Putin through these people, how do we get through Putin? And you know, he's he's dictating everything that's going into this country. Oh, yeah. Like all the information is like. Yeah. yeah. The, the, there was another incident too. Um, the daughter lived in the Ukraine and the mother and the father lived in uh, in Russia. And they want, they don't even want to believe what's going on in the Ukraine because Putin has said he's doing this to protect the Ukraine from the Nazis. And, and you know, the daughter was in the middle of the bombing and, and she's trying to tell the mother what's really going on and she will not believe it because Putin has told everybody what's real, what is going what's on. Yeah. And that's what they believe. Yeah. It's uh, such a scary situation. Some different, le uh, a whole, a whole different level of brainwashing right there. Yeah. And you know, exactly. like the the world is fighting to try to get in real information going into uh, Russia, but it's kind of well. Anyway, it's a big mess, big old mess. I had dreams about nuclear war all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, it's, it's oh. a big mess, but it's a scary mess. Yeah, preparing really my. Uh, where is it? I'm gonna try to see if I can find it. Why well, you build? You know, you build. You build. Because you know, I'm prepared <laughs> in any situation, right? So, so um, you got the bunker started. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I prepare to all eventualities. It's it's and again, it's not about being scared it's about being prepared, prepared. if anything happens yeah. i'm gonna be fucking prepared sorry yeah. for the cursing yeah really. um, but uh yeah so i got my list right here of things that i have to buy and put downstairs to be ready you know mm -hmm. <laughs> people think i'm freaking nuts but well no but i mean that's i don't what, care that's what i'm doing too is is just getting things ready hey, <laughs> it, it, you know if you have to hunker down you need water you need food yeah. you need like i have kids here you know i have yeah. and dog so dog food like all this yeah. stuff has to be on on the list and you know we got a good basement to to hide in if anything happened because you know this stone is like so thick it's nothing's mm -hmm. gonna get through but um yeah you're in the same kind of situation your house has got a oh yeah a good thick basement right yeah yeah, like Sheldon said, he keeps saying too, says, if if anything happens, make sure you go down there, take the cats with you and make yourself a little area. <laughs> yeah, like um, I've got everything from, you know, um, sleeping bags, pillows, like you got, you got to have all that yeah. stuff, like and, and, and food and duct tape and, you know, cookware and. Yeah, it's true. Anyways, you know, back in the 60s, everybody knew what to do if there was a nuclear attack. Like, you know, it was, they they taught you in school what to do. And although, you know, hiding under your little desk, I don't think would do much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's it's about, you know, take, taking shelter and, and um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reality. You, you never know. Never yeah, know. you don't. I mean, Canada is probably not on their radar much, but but we could be in the you know if they bomb the states, we'd be in the fallout yeah um, areas. So yeah, it's a scary thought. Uh, you, it you, is. You also have to kind of keep living your life, and you know you can't live. 
don't worry no, about it because you don't know what's going to happen. Like no, none of us know what's going to happen anyway. So, but I think nobody, um, nobody can deny that Putin is unpredictable and crazy, yeah. and who knows? You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. Like, like they're saying that he wants to have Russia, you know, the big empire like it was 30 years ago but uh, there was one newscast or two that was saying that uh, unfortunately he's still living in that past he's not moved on well, he's the, a, rest he, of the world has he he's a old kgb agent right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know he's got that kind of mentality yeah. anyways exactly. enough about putin yeah stop it so um april stop when, stop, stop talking about it <laughs> april 22nd is green earth day yes yeah, so we'll talk about recycling. Um, so do you recycle at home? We do, yes. We have the blue bin, we have our garbage stuff, it's all separate. But um, yeah, you were looking at some stuff at what to recycle, what not to recycle, how to recycle. So let's talk about that. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people, and I think even more so the young people, mm -hmm. um, we're very conscientious now, and it, it's a good thing. Like, thank God we are, because this planet is in need of of love. Man, we need to love our planet. It's really, it's really scary how, you know. For example, I was out on a walk, and I mean, I just went around the block here not like not very far mm -hmm. and on my walk i saw like at least 10 masks on the ground on the ground that is that it's is like horrible. Ugh, people we you know love your freaking planet like yeah you're leaving this to your kids and grandkids and great grandkids like how how is this going to be livable if we don't if we don't wisen up and and get get to be more conscientious of of our well, littering do you know, do you know well let's call talk about littering we're driving back from maxville and we drove down that road that hooks onto the road that goes through uh monkland and right on the corner there's like mcdonald's garbage bags and wrappers strewn all over the road like somebody's just opened their window and dumped it like why take it home put it in the garbage why are we throwing it in the middle of the countryside where poor animals can get into it yeah, right in that's... the road i don't understand why you would even do that and we were actually sheldon and i were um we were at the mcdonald's when no we don't eat this much mcdonald's usually but out in lancaster and a car pulls up, you know, it looks like a, you know, a really um, educated lady and stuff. And, you know, her son and dog, whatever. And they finish eating. Oh, there's a garbage can right there. They open the window, throw the garbage out and drive away. We're like, what? Why would you do that? They just threw it onto the ground. Talk about unnecessary littering. Like... It is. I, I didn't know. It's all that. unnecessary. Like, I mean, yeah. how hard is it to, to walk with your little pile of garbage for like maybe, you know, a few minutes uh, yeah. until you get home, you know, or, or until you find a trash can? Well, like, this, the trash can was right beside, was right there, beside like, her car and she still threw it out the window and drove away. I'm like, 
That's it unacceptable. Any, well, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Yeah. Anyway, it's it's like. But I mean, interesting things about um, recycling. I th I think a lot of people don't really know how to recycle. Well, we were talking about the fact that, yes, you put your cans in recycling, your bottles, your containers, but you're supposed to rinse them out, not just like take the stuff out and dump them. And the, put the lid on. Oh, you have to put the lid on too? Well, uh, from what I've been reading, you're supposed to have the lid on the jar when you're putting it in to recycling. I mean, if it has a lid. If it yeah, yeah, if lid, it has a lid, I mean, yeah. a, a can you take the lid off, you can't put it back yeah. on. But yeah, yeah, jars but and a bottles. A jar and, and a bottle, you're supposed to have your, your lid on. So, I'm sure there's a reason, but like I was saying too, whenever that gets to the recycling plant, it's not machines that sort through this. It's actually people that sort through this. And if you've got all kinds of rotting food and moldy stuff because you haven't rinsed things out, people have to handle that. And because there's moldy food and stuff, there's a lot of rats and stuff <laughs> comes with it too. So we don't think about that, about where it's going and all the people that have to deal with it. It's not machines. So... Yeah, clean your stuff and then put it but, in recycling. I mean, there should be like, uh, it must be like some machines. Well, you would think, but I know somebody that works in one of those plants. So there is humans, there is people that sort through this. Anyways, um, if you're curious about what you can and cannot recycle, like, um, you know, there's, it's, it's very specific. There's some places will accept uh, styrofoam, but I don't think Cornwall does. So you'd have to, mm. um, let me just check it out just because they have such a good website. Styrofoam. Yeah. I'll tell you when I was in Calgary though, they recycle absolutely every kind of container, every kind of bottle, and there's huge recycling plants and you get money for even a juice box. Like you you take all that back and then there's x amount of dollars for every single thing that you take to these big places i went with my daughter to just check it out and then they give you a piece of paper after they've calculated how much you've given them then you go to a machine put the ticket in spits the money out and you're out of there and there's so many people that do that so I mean, That's if you, yeah, well, if you recycled and got money for a lot of that stuff, people would do it more. So styrofoam is not accepted here in Cornwall. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, so black plastic containers, like food plastic containers, like the the chicken. Oh yeah, the you know, like the, the, the thing that the chickens come in, or you, there's other black plastic containers that food comes in oftentimes yeah, yeah. like puts in and stuff when you yep. order out you have to actually look at the um, the container itself on the bottom if it has a recycling number of uh, then you can put it in the recycling oh. if it has nothing then it's trash it's not um it's not um recyclable and i believe i'm not sure 100 percent, but i think food wrappers um are not recyclable what like mean, a, a big mac wrappers. Oh, you know, like okay. a Big Mac. Uh, let me just check it's that one. Kind of weird because again, it's paper, so you would think it would be. Yeah, but I think it's um, it's been contaminated by food so much 
uh, snack oh. food bag, candy wrapper, plastic wraps and wrappers, frozen food, that no fast food i'm gonna look fast food maybe so, so anyways uh, cornwall.ca has a extremely great website that that um will tell you your schedule for um recycling okay sarah okay. here we go greasy and soiled paper soiled and wax coated paper is not suitable for recycling neither are paper towel sheets napkins serviettes and facial tissues Oh, okay. So all that you cannot recycle because it's grease, right? Yeah. It's been it's been soaked in grease. That's not recyclable. You can't put that in your recycling bin. You got to put it in the trash. What about, does it say anything about, you know, the wooden boxes that clementines and stuff come in? I'm Let curious about that. That's one thing. I've got a whole bunch of them sitting there because I wasn't sure what to do with them. Okay. Let me see if they have anything on that. Um, fruit wooden boxes yeah wooden fruit boxes it's right there place household items that are not hazardous or recyclable in the garbage so put broken glass or well it it's it's showing as garbage so okay so you can't put so that would be that. garbage yeah huh yeah yeah so it's really, I mean, literally they have everything you can think about. You can, you can just search it and there's an app. You can just download the app. It's called Recycle Coach and just download okay. Recycle Coach. And then you can um, type in whatever you're thinking of recycling yeah. and it'll tell you, no, put that in the trash. No, put that in recycling. Yes. Yes. You can rinse it and put it in recycling or whatnot. So it's kind of wow. good. Yeah. It's awesome. It is a good, it is a good feature. Yeah. Of course, my fear is always those elderly people that don't have computers, don't have apps, don't have this. They get left behind. They get left behind and there's a lot of them. So it's not everybody that, uh, that can do that. But, but also um, Cornwall Eco Day is taking place Saturday, April 23rd on the lines of the green at uh, from 10 to 2 at Lamoureux Park. There's all kinds of booths, information. And I'm sure at that point, you're going to be able to pick up a paper copy of what you can and can't recycle. I'm, yeah. I would hope something like that is there for the people that do not have the apps and the computers. Right. But there's all kinds of stuff going on at, uh, at Lamoureux Park from 10 to 2 on April 23rd. Hey, so speaking of technology and um, how people get left behind and shit um and, so my, and what <laughs> shoot, 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 shoot. i hey this is an uncensored um it is live cast i it i swear is. like a sailor and you gotta deal with it if you don't like swearing don't watch the show yeah don't watch or I'll try, to, I'll try i'll try to beep myself um nah, it's okay it's only been twice we're good <laughs> 200 times anyways um so my husband bought an Oculus, mm, two actually, that. two Oculuses, two Oculus, Oculi, two Oculi, Oculi? Oculi? <laughs> I don't know, two Oculi, whatever, <laughs> um, for the kids. And um, man, my lease, I know because we have them for the ride. What is a person who suffers from vertigo putting that on their face for is my question, Julia. 
Hey, it, nauseous it, and uh, dizzy. That's the first thing you don't put on your face when you have. But, but it helps. It actually, like the first time I did it, I was kind of really, bleh. but um, after using it a few times, it kind of um, got better. Mm -hmm. And man, I just like, I don't use it for much. The kids play games all the time on it. There's like mm -hmm. tons of things that he, they can do. And there's virtual chat. You go, you're your little avatar there and you're walking in the little virtual world and you're talking with virtual people. It's kind of really weird. Like mm -hmm. that, that side of things I don't really um, engage with. Mm -hmm. But there's this one thing that's called, it's, it's an app. It's called Supernatural. And I've installed it. John sent it to me, said, you should try this. And I'm like, ah, you know, but I installed it and right. I looked at it and it's, oh my God, it's unbelievable. It is so real. Like the other VR chats and stuff, it's not really real mm -hmm. looking. It's just like cartoons and stuff, but this supernatural stuff, it's, um, it's an exercise app and oh, um, I thought it was like ghosts and, and stuff like that. A supernatural mm -hmm. exercise app. Okay. It's Continue. exercise apps. And um, so it's got like boxing training. So okay. you get to, you know, punch like there's yep. targets that come at you and you yep. get to punch the target and it tells okay. you what angle to take if you're taking a jab yeah, or, yeah. you know, hook or. And um, it's a really good workout. It, it, it gets your body moving. It's a really good workout. And it's set up in, in different world settings that are so virtually real that you believe you're in there. Like, I swear I could feel the wind on my skin. I was wow. like, I was in, in um, like, I've been to uh, the pyramids. I've, I've trained in the pyramids. I've trained in, in, in Scotland. I've trained in England. I've trained in Banff. Like, they have these, these mountain views mm. that are so gorgeous. It's like, it's like you're there. It's, it's wow. unbelievable. Like, I mean, my words don't give it justice. It's, it's, it's like you're there. Like, this morning I was meditating before doing the show. Because you can meditate as well. Yeah, yeah. So I was meditating and I was at the ocean. And I mean, you're looking at the details of the rocks and it's like you're there. Yeah, yeah. It's surreal. It's really, it's something else. It's something else. Anyways, that's the only thing I like to do with it. But it's a really good workout. There's another thing called flow. And you got like lightsabers and you're hitting targets oh. with the lightsabers. And it's, it's really cool. It's well, really cool. And it got me moving. I mean, I love yeah. it. So I've been doing it for like seven days in a row and I get my well, body moving and it's easy to move it because it's, it's so enjoyable and yeah. you're seeing so many beautiful, um, countrysides, you know, it's, it's just well, it's, gorgeous. It's almost like when the Wii came, the Wii thing came out, you could do bowling, you could play tennis, you could do all that stuff too. And I was liking that too, because it was a good workout. When you had a game of tennis going and you were whipping that ball and stuff, yeah, it was it was a good workout there but too. This but this is I mean, like this is we on steroids. Like I mean, it's because yeah. <laughs> you're really immersed in it. Like you know, yeah, it's yeah. you're looking all around. Yeah, like, you're doing a 360, and it's it's all there. You yeah. see the whole like it's you're in it. Well, you know, I watched a video of the White House. Like I went on on YouTube, yeah, and yeah. 
it was kind of like dizzying and stuff. It was not yeah. as as nice as the this other app, which is why I like it because it doesn't make me dizzy okay. at all. Like it's it's all like right. no dizziness, no nausea, no nothing. Um, but I did watch a a video of the White House. Mm -hmm. I was in the White House, my lease. Wow! It was Obama was right there talking to me. Oh my God! <laughs> well, the the virtual ride that we have too. I mean, I don't think you ever did try it. Yes, I did. Did you? I mean, uh -huh. you got that, and and I mean, it's it's probably not as bad. I don't like that either, though, because it makes me feel nauseous when you go up and down and stuff, and the machine drops you. Yeah, I but, didn't like that, but but sounds... your your ride, it was it was one-dimensional yeah it's yeah like better. you can't turn here and see the view no 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 it's so it was still there this is this is all everywhere. around you wow i have to uh you'll have to come and and I'll, I'll show you i'll have to try the exercise one that's the kind it's, of one uh, i would be interested in so. yeah it's it's really wow. uh wow it's it's unbelievable it's beautiful like every time i open the app you know the kids laugh because i i start the app and then you have like three sessions, three little sessions and, and it will open it. Like each session opens in a different settings and yeah, a different yeah. area in a different place. So I will start my workout and the session opens. Let's say I'm, I'm on the, I'm in France somewhere on top of a mountain, you know, Yeah, yeah. or in, in Italy on top of a mountain. And I will, I will go like, Whoa, this is beautiful. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and you've got this laugh. thing on your face and yeah. the kids are and laughing like, at you. Oh Where my God, you? this is beautiful. You know, it's <laughs> it's quite something. Like what a world we live in. That we can you know, do you that. Can, you can just be transported somewhere like, yeah, and really feel like you're there. Like it's, it's uh, like I said, I was, I was at a lake somewhere. Oh no, it was the ocean. I was at the yeah, ocean yeah. somewhere meditating. and I was meditating and, and I could... Like you see the water go like this, you know, the water is the waves and everything. And it's so real. Like you think you could touch it. And, and I swear I was feeling the wind on my, <laughs> on my skin. Like it's anyway, it's, yeah, it's but it's, it's unreal. And um, there's some, all sorts of games. Like, like there's horror games. I want to try a horror game at some point. Cause it mm -hmm. must be really, really scary to be immersed in it. And there's war games. And I told John, I said, you should buy one. Cause he's been talking about going to Ukraine, right? My soldier is, uh, mm. you can't take the soldier out of this guy. Mm -hmm. He's a soldier first and foremost. And so I told him, I said, buy a, buy a game. <laughs> You can go shoot people in the game. Well, speaking of uh, trying, we, we oh. got to do this really fast. I know we're kind of leery on it. It's our taste test and it's something different, but I don't know. I just want to try it. We've got a few minutes. Well, All right. Well, it's time for... for All right. Looking for my uh, camera here to take a picture before I open it. But yeah, I wanted to try this. This has been one of our backup tries because we are trying to find local, but it's it's kind of hard sometimes to find something to try. So I did pick this up from the Dollarama. It's a dollar twenty-five, and it's stuffed vine leaves. I used to love these things at scores. They they had them in the in the buffet super good 
And when you look at the ingredients, you figure it's coming from a, a tin. So there's going to be a lot of stuff you can't pronounce. When my, my mother says, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. Ingredients are rice, vine leaves, water, sunflower oil, onion, salt, spices, and citric acid. That's it. And there's, it may contain peanuts, sesame, and wheat. But it's all stuff you can actually pronounce. I was quite impressed. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Uh, I have to say that I'm extremely leery on this because a, I'm not a fan of vine leaves to begin with, and b, so, it's in a can, and the expiry date is the twenty, is the November eighteenth, twenty twenty three. So let's get this over with. I know you've right. been trying. To, you've been trying to avoid this one, so yeah, I have. <laughs> trying to. All oh, right, let me oh, see. Oh open the can okay i got the can open oops that's it was a tough one all Ooh. right i don't know i'm just gonna take a picture you can smell it this is what it looks like peeps look at that yeah all right i had a fork somewhere here's my fork i it smells like obviously vine leaves i think mm-hmm smells all and, right and they're cake. stuffed with what rice i think so yeah so all right I, there we go i have one me too ready one, one two, two three. three i should actually i'm quite impressed wow <laughs> It is. It's rice. It's stuffed with rice. Wow. It's very good and it tastes tastes completely natural. It tastes just like the ones that they used Yum. to have at scores. It's very good. For $1.25, you've got like 10 of them in here. That and is good. It is very good. I, you are impressed and you were scared. I know. I love it. Because you were trying not to eat these. Oh my God, this is good. It's a very good, healthy snack. Mm. Wow. Okay, I'm officially impressed. For $1.25 for 10 of them, it's a really good buy. It's, it's nice. I like it. I'm having a second one. It's just like the scores ones. Because that's what I've been looking to see if anybody locally makes them, but they don't. So yeah, very impressed. Wow, it's it's at that price, it's not worth making. No, I thought actually it was more than that, but what, I forgot that it's only one twenty-five. I'm actually going out to get a few more cans today. You can put them in your bunker because they'll last till twenty twenty. There you go. I'm gonna put them in my bunker. <laughs> and and the best part, like I said. The ingredients are all natural. Like it's all stuff you can pronounce. There's no preservatives. There's no chemicals in it. So very good. Well, color me impressed. Yeah, and the color nice. is good too. They look, they look very good. <laughs> One out of ten. Two thumbs up for me. Um they are good. I would give it a solid nine. Yeah. Nine or ten even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're tasty. 
very tasty because you would think they might not even have taste but they really they are very tasty well i'm glad we did this one that is really good yeah so really good very they have they have good. some very interesting things in there in the food section they but do it, but again like we we want to try and promote small local businesses so if anybody has some suggestions, please but I mean, send at, the, at the same time, if people see something at the dollar store that they're leery on trying and they, they're like, eh, I don't know if I really want to try this. Well, hit us Let up. Us we'll, we'll try it for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause I know Julie was very leery about this, but yeah, turned out a very good thing. Oh, I have somebody asking me, where did you, what's the name of the vine leaves and where did you buy them? <laughs> Dollarama. Yeah, it's gourmet D. That's all it says. Gourmet, gourmet D. D. And it's it suggests to eat them with a lemon, piece of lemon. So you would just I put can, lemon over I can, it. Yeah, I can. It would just give you that. It would pair really time. nicely. No, it I'm, would pair uh, nicely. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I am going to go buy some like, more and I, I, Like I said, I don't care for vine leaves at all, but these are really, really good. Like yeah. I find that vine leaves are very vinegary. Yeah, these are not. These are really, really nice. And like say, put lemon on them. I think that would just top it off well. Yeah. Impressed. Very um, impressed. I know we're almost out of time, but I also want to mention, because if you want to go and get some different items and, and great food on Thursday, every Thursday, but again, April 7th this week, Cornwall Waterfront Farmer's Market is now at the Cornwall Square. And uh, start time, 5 o'clock. Uh, start time two o'clock till five thirty. So go check out some. Like, there's quite a lot of local places in there too with different items. So mm -hmm. check that out. We did check out the wine from it. We did a breakfast wine. It was a little early, I think, but yes, uh, there's some different things going on. Sunday, April tenth, Raisin River Canoe Race. Okay, check that out, and. Um, at the same time, the Knights of Columbus and St. Andrews are going to have a breakfast going on at the same time from 7 a.m. to 1, 1, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the church hall. Okay. Just going to quickly see what else I had put down. Open houses at Chateau Cornwall and McConnell Manor, if you're, anybody's interested in going checking those out. April 7th to the 10th from 1 to 6, um, all those days. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting just to go see if you've got any parents that are looking at going in there. Check them out. April 9th, Ofra Harmony Trio starts off the Cornwall Concert Series at Allsville Theatre. More information at cornwallconcertseries.com. And I know this is like into next week, but uh, April 13th is a, the project show at Cornwall Square. It's put on by Emar Brothers. So it's it's kind of like a, a spring trade show. It's put on oh. where the old uh, Sears was. They've got, I think, about 70 vendors. Nice. All, all with construction and renovations and stuff. So that's a really good one. And tomorrow, come and relax and de-stress with sound meditation with George, Lucina, and Vanessa Rodriguez at the Cornwall Square from 5.30 to 6.45. You can uh, pre-register. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. PM. Yeah. Who's going there at 5.30? I won't be going there at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. Maybe on a Saturday morning, yeah. uh, on a Sunday morning after we come back from a stag or something. <laughs> still up, but no. 
And uh, cost of session is 35 per person, 60 per couple, and you can pre-register at Modern Primitive. So there's, there's cool. quite a lot of stuff going on at Cornwall Square. I'm pretty impressed. I um I also want to mention that um the you know the planning for Ribfest is well on its way um and this year again there will be the uh, Ribfest community uh, cookout mm -hmm. um, so if you are a restaurant owner and you're interested in helping out um, the Optimist Club uh, by participating in the community. Uh, cookout, please get in touch with me. I can uh, discuss with you what it's about and how you can help and how we can bring some business to your, to your business nice. at the same time. Yeah. It's a, it's a win-win-win. Exactly. I can't believe like we're like going into May, we're April going into May because we are starting to work on the May Seeker, which is gardening and home decor. So if anybody wants uh, to put an ad in, get in touch with us at info at theseeker.ca. Go to our website, theseeker.ca, to the event section and post your ad for your event. Because yep. again, we want to get that section going again. Absolutely. Slowly but surely. And I think and it's, it's free, people. So just it go is. and put it on the calendar. It's free, completely it's free. free. And if you get it in there by uh, the 22nd of the month, then we can put it in print. We're hoping to start that calendar like with a full page again and work it up to four pages. That yep. is my, my dream and my hope. But uh, <laughs> because we want to tell people what's coming up for the month, not have you read about it after it's happened, right? Right, exactly. So All right. Well, that's about it. That's <laughs> it for us for today. Um, hope you had a good time. We'll see you next week. Have yourself a great week. And a super duper day. See you. Bye.